Hey, what's up? It's Michael Yo. Welcome to the Yo Show. Now, we are building a brand new studio soon. So I'm not on the cameras I'm usually on, but we're trying to make it work. We're going to make it work for you. Um, I appreciate all the love. Like I said, uh, my comedy special came out about two months ago. You can watch it on my YouTube page. If you're on Facebook, go to my YouTube page. But I only had 3,000 followers on YouTube. Now I got over 90,000 followers. Thank you so much. My comedy special is just going over 210,000 views. Now that I look back on it, I'm like, I was crazy. I was crazy even thinking I could put a comedy special on a platform with 3,000 people. That's it on it. But it worked out. I was lucky. You guys are loving it. And the comments are like 98.6% like through the roof positive, which is incredible for me. So thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit that like button. Thank you so much for the love. Coming up next, I'm going to interview... Meg Riley. She's huge on TikTok. And I know a lot of people have some preconceived notions of TikTokers and some of them are bad. But Meg Riley, I will tell you this. She's freaking amazing. She loves comedy. She loves teaming up with comedians and bringing their videos to a next level. And after the podcast, I'm going to tell you, because I'm recording this right now a couple of days after we did the podcast, because we did something together. And I want to give you the results of what we did after the podcast, after you see it, because I want you to be open-minded to TikTokers. Now, some of them do it horribly and never give people credit, but some do it right. And Meg Riley is one of those that do it right. So check her out right now. She's on TikTok, over close to 2 million people that follow her on TikTok. All right, let's do it, Meg. What's up, Meg Riley? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You know, I'm great. I'm great. My wife bought me this huge coffee and I don't, the problem is, is I like smaller coffees because I know I'm a drink all of this and that's not good for me, but I think my wife is trying to kill me. So there you go. I always never, I never finish my drinks from like Starbucks or anything. I always get it and then I'll drink most of it, but like, I won't finish it hardly half the time <laughs> see i'm i'm opposite like if i no matter how big or small it is if i get it i gotta finish it i'm i'm a finisher meg a finish That's how I am with dr pepper for sure and my miller <laughs> your miller and dr pepper you you love and you were telling me a starbucks out there has a coffee that tastes like dr pepper yes yeah one of the starbucks here i haven't tried it yet though um but it's very tempting yeah what'd you do this weekend what's going on in your life uh, well, I'm in the process of finding a house. Uh, me and my boyfriend are looking for houses and everything is going so quickly. So that's been... Oh, you're talking about on the market. As soon as it's out there, it's gone, right? Yes. Yeah. And then like the, half the t houses I've toured so far are like gone the next day. So it's just very competitive, but I'm confident we'll find something. So how long have you been dating your boyfriend? Uh, we started dating in 2019. And so this is, this is before you were big on social media. Yes. Yeah. So he, he was down way before that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool because he completely understands it. Uh, whereas like some people that I've made friends with since I've become big on social media, they don't really understand what all goes into it. They think it's mostly just making videos. But no, so he's been there since before social media. So he completely understands it. Now, uh, so you've never dated anyone else? Like, y'all never broke up and you had some time? We did for, like, a couple months, but... Okay, so that. I want to ask you, when you did, you were big on TikTok, right? Yes. <laughs> so were guys trying to date you to get more TikTok followers? 
See, yeah, I stopped posting about him when we took that break. And then people, I guess, kind of started to notice. Uh, and then, yeah, a lot of people slid into my DMs. They still do. What's the weirdest thing you've ever gotten in your DM? Uh, um, I had someone ask, well, I get a lot of feet pics asking if I sell pictures of my feet. Uh, really? I yeah, I get those a lot. I get like wedding um, proposals, like engagements all the time, even though I don't think they're serious. Uh, asking if I have OnlyFans, all this stuff, which I don't. And so, uh -huh. um, yeah, I get the weirdest thing, though, was probably someone asked if I would sell any um, sex dolls that look like me. That was the weirdest thing I've ever gotten. Yeah. Now, now, not that you would do that. Have you, has ever, anyone ever sent you an idea and you're like, wow, that's a pretty good idea on the not, opposite end? Not, no, not really. Unless it's something not weird, like a content idea. Um, yeah. Yes, but no. <laughs> no. Have you ever got a good content idea from somebody? Yeah. A lot of people will send me, um, if, cause I do a lot of comedy skits on my TikTok and Instagram. And so, um, if they hear like a certain skit or anything from a certain comedian, they'll send it to me and be like, oh my gosh, you should do this one. And so um, I get those a lot and they've been very helpful too. It's pretty interesting because uh, a lot of times like I do stand up. So when, uh, and that's how we met, you did one of my videos and we, we connected through that. But a lot of times people take for granted, like what you do, what I do, because they think you just go up there and tell a joke who can't do that and like for you oh all you do is do a tiktok video of somebody's comedy bit but it takes you like you really put a lot of work into it and that's why you're so good at it oh well thank you yeah they take me one video that's a comedy skit would take me about two to three hours it's because i put in a lot of like effort into them um so if i'm like say three different characters i'll literally change after every scene into the other character's outfit. And so it's a lot of going back and forth. And I have other creator friends that do comedy skits also, but they'll film like one character and then another character. And then in post-production, they'll edit it together where I think it's just easier for me just going back and forth because it really helps me get into character better. And you're so, you're so good at it. Like you're so good. Like, have you ever thought about like, just being an actress, like eventually, like opening, hopefully this will open doors to be an actress. Yeah. So whenever I was a kid, I wasn't in theater or anything. And I have two little sisters that are very theatrical and they both did theater. Um, and I don't know why I never did it. I was more into like competitive cheerleading and like sports a little bit, even though I wasn't good at sports, except cheerleading I was good at. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would, I wish I could have done theater growing up and gotten more involved in it at a younger age, but um, maybe, yeah. Did you, now, you remember the Netflix show Cheer? Did you watch that? I did. I actually, um, it's in, uh, I think, Corsicana, which is yeah. like really close to where I live, kind of. Uh, and I have family there, so I've seen them perform before. Uh, but yeah, I loved that show. Since you were a cheerleader, how close is that to like, it's identical. It's, so, yeah. yeah, it's a lot different than um, high school or regular school cheer. Um, it's very competitive. Did you watch it? I love it. I love yes. it. Me and my wife loved it. Loved it. Yeah, my coach wasn't as uh, hardcore as, um, I forgot her name. 
but she's not as hardcore. She wasn't as hardcore as her. But yeah, it's very. I actually had to quit because I was a flyer. The person they throw. Oh, they hair. throw up. Yes, they threw me up at a practice one time in a ba- a basket toss, which is where like they're holding hands like that, and they throw you up, but they threw me backwards onto the concrete and i had like a disc in my spine <laughs> like i i don't have to anymore like go to the chiropractor but it pops out of place and so like yeah i had to stop doing it when i was young what how old were you when that happened i was in a freshman in high school i believe oh my goodness yeah oh, so. i couldn't imagine being thrown up in the air the wrong way and then laying on the cement yeah, yeah. And it was out of practice, too. So that was, uh, yeah, that was bad. But I wanted to do it throughout um, high school to get like a scholarship or something. But I just, I couldn't do it. Okay. okay. Um, I want to talk about your grandmother. Yeah. Right? Your grandmother, <laughs> Joe Exotic, that show became so big. Yeah. Tiger, what was Tiger? Tiger King. Tiger King became so big. And your grandmother, Correct me if I'm wrong. Bought a tiger. So, from <laughs> so How, what, tell me this story here. So my grandma, uh, I call her Gaga, but she growing up, I always at our ranch, which is where she lives. She would have all these exotic animals. So she had like lions and tigers and then a camel named Toe. Fun fact. <laughs> um, and she just had a bunch of different like exotic animals. So whenever Tiger King came out, I called her and I was like, have you heard of this show? And she was very like hesitant. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. Like, yeah. And I was like, have you ever met him? She's like, no, no. And then I was like, okay, well, whatever. So then um, a couple months later, I was at her old house, which is where my uncle lives, looking through photo albums. And I saw this picture at her house with this man who looks like he was on Tiger King or he was correlated with them holding a tiger on a leash, giving it to my grandpa. So I was like, what? And so I took it out of the picture or the photo album and I ran to her. And I'm like, this guy, you're telling me this guy is not from like Tiger King. And she's like, well, yeah, we got, I don't know if it was through him. I think it was, but anyways, yeah. in Oklahoma, where else can you get a tiger in Oklahoma? <laughs> and so, yeah, but this guy looked exactly like he could have been a part of it. So, so- I, I think so. So does your grandmother, so she ha- she still has tigers and things like that? Um, so the last animal, like exotic animals she had were monkeys, like a little, uh, what's it, the baboons, the or is that mm. how you say them, with the blue butt? She had one of those, and then she had a chimp and a camel. And so um, those were the last three. But no, she doesn't have any more. She has alligators. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She has, how uh, big are these alligators? Uh, we shot two last year because they got really big and we have like cousins and dogs, but uh, that one was nine foot and oh then my. I believe seven foot. Yeah. Why, so why, she, why, why does she have alligators? So when my uncle was in college for Mother's Day, he bought online from Florida <laughs> like six baby alligators and had them mailed to Nacogdoches, Texas, (laughs) and he was in college. And so they were in his dorm. They were like this big and um, the bathtub with a red light over it. My grandma came over there one day and she saw them and he's like, well, that was your mother's day present. And they mailed them for Florida with the box and it said turtles, but it wasn't turtles. Yeah. (laughs) They should make a reality show about your family. 
really they should she actually um she's like i believe she's 74 now and she rides in the american cutting horse association which is part of like the rodeo and she still rides every weekend so she has a lot of energy (laughs) do you ride as well no (laughs) no you are you animals person or not really um i like yeah i'm more of like farm animals i like cows a lot those are my favorite and Uh, i like dogs so but yeah i'm not really into horseback riding or anything (laughs) so what what are you into uh of course everybody knows tiktok you know 1.8 over 1.8 million people instagram's blowing up have you started youtube shorts yet I know you're going to do that. I have started taking okay. the TikTok watermark off my videos because I don't know. I know with on Instagram, Instagram, the algorithm won't like push it as far to other people if it has the TikTok logo. Yeah. On it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if YouTube's the same way, but yeah, I'm starting to post them on there. Okay. How's it doing? Pretty good. Yeah. I haven't posted one yet, but I. Oh, okay. Okay. Just- yeah, I started it yesterday, but yeah. Oh, well, I, I think you're going to blow up. You're so talented in what you do. I think it's going to blow up on that side. What do you like doing in your spare time? So I'm a huge outdoors person. So I like to go fishing and hunting when it's hunting season. Um, but I like to fish and photography is like one thing or videography mostly. Uh-huh. Um, I like editing. I literally do it all in my free time too. I just like creative stuff, I guess. Um and yeah, I like hanging out with my family too. I'm a huge family person. Yeah. What, okay, you're 26 now, right? Yes. When do you see yourself having a family? Well, I thought like when I was in my like 18, 19 that I'd be married and everything by like 24. <laughs> no. See, but that, having- but but that's you know what's crazy about that? That's a Texas thing. Really? In Texas, I believe. Like, I know my friends, before I got married, I mean, their kids were like teenagers. And it was kind of like a Texas thing, you get married earlier. When you live on the East Coast or West Coast, it's a later thing for some reason. Yeah. My mom was married and had me by 21. And yeah, I mean, I I can't even imagine. Now I could imagine having a kid, but like at 21, no, I don't know how she did that. (laughs) It was different times back then too. Yeah, definitely. Everything's changed. Definitely. But yeah, I just am a huge family person. Um, so I like to spend a lot of time out in East Texas where my grandma lives. Um, so yeah. I, so you texted me, you said you saw me on AGT. Yes. Okay. So fun fact, whenever I, cause I've known who you were and I've been listening to your comedy, but last night I was watching just AGT was on and you popped up and I thought it was super ironic. And I instantly remembered like that's where I know him from originally because at the time I was working in College Station at the news station and it was it was an NBC affiliate ah. and so it was always on and so I knew who you were because of that at first and so then when I saw it last night I was just shocked I was like I cannot believe that's who that is but yeah cool it's it's a weird thing like a lot of people in that I was like one of the first people with COVID so that message got out there and everything yeah. like that. So, it was it, so they replayed that episode last night again. Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm at my boyfriend's house, and so he actually, I was in the other room, and he was like, "Megan, Michael Yo's on TV," and I went in there. I'm like, "What the heck? That's so ironic." How how uh, does your boyfriend handle like 
all this attention and people sliding into your DMs. I mean, because he's got to know, guy, you're an attractive yeah. woman. Guys are sliding in your DMs. Yeah, he he knows. Um, is it tough? He, he he knows about it. Um, I don't think it. I mean, it would bother anyone, you know, if like girls were sliding into his like that. But I don't really check my D. I don't get notified if like okay, I don't yeah. follow you. Like I, they're filtered. If I go and look, I'll see them. Um, I don't reply to them if it's like bad or anything or weird. Uh, but we sometimes are at bars or something, and guy will or girl, but mostly guys will come up to me with a Miller. Um, and they'll offer me a Miller and be like, Hey, oh my gosh, I'm a huge fan. And I'll accept it. But I'll be like, Oh, like, do you want a Miller? I'm like, yeah, but only if he can have one and then they'll buy uh, him one or they they'll say no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Usually they say like, yeah, I'll get him one, but yeah, because now they put it in a bad position. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, uh... I don't think he, I don't, I mean, I'd have to ask him if it bothers him. I don't know. I should ask him that. I don't think yeah, I've ever asked. Well, or, yeah. You should know. You should I don't know. think it bothers him. Like I also don't let it bother me. Like I don't it doesn't phase me when I see these DMs and stuff. Okay. Also, uh during the pandemic, you were on Kelly Clarkson. Tell everybody about that. Yeah. So um I think it was like after August or September of 2021. Uh, my grandma has a jukebox in her guest bedroom in a way. It's like her dancing room. And her and my grandpa would always two-step and dance to music. And this jukebox, like back in the day, if no one was requesting songs on it, it would just automatically play a new song. So my grandma has like a really old jukebox. And so at night, it's next to the room I sleep in. So it'll randomly go off. And she oh. doesn't let me unplug it because it unprograms it. So I, I was going in there to turn it down. And I walk in on her dancing alone to my grandpa and her song, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain by Willie Nelson. And so I immediately, I'm a content creator, I videoed it and uh, it was so cute. And I wasn't going to post it. I was just going to save it and like, just because I thought it was really cute and special. But then like a couple months went by and I was looking through my drafts. I posted it. And then like two days later, Kelly Clarkson's producer um, messaged me and invited us to the show and she was on it. My grandma was with us and um, because of COVID we had to do it remote, but it was still so cool. Like being able to share that with her and like my grandma loved it. Isn't it crazy what pops like on social media, some things you think are gonna do great and they do nothing. And then some things you're just like, I'm gonna throw it out there and then it blows up. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like you never think of like who all can see your videos. Like, I mean, at, at a long time ago, like I was just posting just for fun, but then like you, I don't know. It's just so weird that these people that are famous that you've like looked up to or like you know reach out to you. Another during the actual pandemic, like in the middle of it, I posted a video. It's kind of inappropriate, but whatever. But uh, I, I was on MTV's Ridiculousness because oh, okay, yeah. And it was where uh, I programmed my phone, my iPhone, to where if you plug it in, it would say in a very, <laughs> a very high pitched voice, "Yes, Daddy." And then whenever you would unplug it, it would say, <laughs> it would say, "Put it back in." <laughs> and so I showed it, and I made a TikTok out of it, and then they loved it. So. Yeah, that one was interesting explaining to my family. <laughs> do you do you like always have a filter in your mind like uh, I don't um, want to push it too far? 
Well, whenever I first started social media, I didn't really know what what kind of content I wanted to do. I was just making videos for like my own entertainment. But then like once I noticed what like I was growing more and more of an audience, I figured out what they liked. I started to do more of that. But back at the beginning, I was very cautious because I knew all my family was watching. Yeah. And I'm still cautious, but like I mean, I don't post anything bad, but I some yeah, I always have like would my grandma or my, would I want my dad to see this or like now, anything. Now, since you're a content creator, have you do you have a normal job or is just content creating now your thing? So, I as of now, I'm a full-time content creator, but that I guess it was like in hmm, like two months ago, I was working full time um, doing digital marketing. And so I it was really hard balancing a nine to five and yeah. um, being a full time content creator because there's a lot more that goes into it than just making videos. And so I, I did a great job balancing the both. But then I just decided that I was more happy doing um, content creation. Are you are you nervous because you don't have that? like normal paycheck coming in all the time? It's well, I prepared for it, like leading up to whenever I was going to uh, leave my job. But yeah, it's a little, I don't know. Cause you just have to like realize that it, it, your income is based on your performance and like yeah. what you do leading mm -hmm. up to this. And so it's kind of nerve wracking and like stressful, but I don't know. I think I got it. <laughs> so, so for the people watching that are content creators, which What's the thing you think puts you over the hump? I think if you're just make make your content unique to yourself, um, that helps you stand out. Um, and then I think if you focus on your niche or like what your audience, what works best with your audience, then I would keep doing that. And so for me, I would try a bunch of different things. I used to post when I first got a TikTok dancing videos. Everyone's dancing. Yeah. It, yeah. And then like I that didn't work. But then I found like people liked my facial expressions and how um, I redid all these skits because I could really get into the character. And so I, I noticed that worked. So I think just, you know, figure out what works best. And then um, from there, just keep going. Now, you're known for the Meg face. Yeah. How did this and you look like the emoji, you know, mm -hmm. uh, how did this all come about? Like, how did it all start? Well, it's actually funny. I was talking about this yesterday um, with my boyfriend, but I've, I don't know. I just thought I have always done it, but I noticed in baby pictures and like when I was a kid, I was always doing that face. And so I didn't realize it until I like started doing it on social media. Cause people would ask me like, how long have you been doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just see, I don't know when it started. Um, but my grandma, when she was young, she looked identical to me. And she always, I saw pictures of her young doing that face. So I don't know. I don't know, but it works. I guess people like it. Okay. So do people ask you to do it like in public, like fans? And, and is that like, are you over? Because like, you know, the what, what I say is like when Black Panther came out, right? Mm -hmm. They wanted everybody to do this, like all the actors. And they were like over it. Like you're like, no, we're not doing do, Are you to that point yet where you're like, no, I no. No, I mean- I've been asked in person maybe like three times to do it. Oh, okay. It's not bad. Then. Yeah. And so like, yeah, usually people just ask me for a picture or like, um, like a 
if I could think of buy me a Miller or something. Um, but no, only a couple times people have asked me, so it doesn't bother me. But when I'm live on TikTok or Instagram, oh my gosh, everyone, a lot of people are like, do the Meg face, do the face. And I'm like, um, I'll tell them this is the only time. What do you want to do? Like, I don't want to say after social media, because it's always going to be around. Mm -hmm. So you like the rest of your life, you want to like kind of be a creator or work yeah. or like after this, like after the TikTok and after that is gone, would you want to be like on your own business where you create with other people and things like, like what's your goals? Yeah. See, and that's another thing about like me doing it full time now is that it's kind of nerve wracking in the sense that, you know, I, right now I could get a notification or something saying TikTok's gone. It's not yeah. a anymore. And then I'm like, well, now what? So I've always had that mindset of like trying to work, put my mind like goals for like 60 days, 90 days, stuff like that. I want to eventually start a podcast um, and have different creators on and different people talking about just like social media growth in general, but also just like fun stuff. I don't know. Uh, we're still like planning it out and all that. Yeah. I want to do that. Um, I also want to eventually start like a social media management agency type where I help creators get brand deals and all of that and kind of help people grow their social media. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I hope TikTok doesn't just go away tomorrow. <laughs> do you do you have merch you sell? So um, I, I'm almost done with some shirts. Okay. Uh, right. The coolest thing I do have. Um, I wish I had one with me. Actually, I do have one, but it's a Meg Kong beer bong, which looks like a here. Hold on. No, it. go get it. I want to see this. So it's this is an actual brand um, called mm -hmm. Kong beer bong. And so we made our own custom Kongs. And this is the box. They're super cute. Uh -huh. And then uh this is actually someone's i'm mailing but so i signed it but Aww. this is a kong and so you do <laughs> I have <a> beer. <laughs> but so what you do so it looks like the miller light logo yeah it said it says uh my username and then my name and then it says it's meg time and yep. so you would pour your beer in there and then you shotgun it so I have those. If y'all want to buy them, they're in my bio. Um, I love it. Someone, a fan gave me this idea, which I just can't get the face right on it, but bobbleheads. Uh, so I have it them done almost, except the person can't get the face right because I want it to look like the Meg face holding a beer. And yeah, so they're still working I love on it. it. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. When, when are the bobbleheads? I, I, want, I want a bobblehead and I'm going to put it right here i'll have right to get here. you one about, yeah so then i it could just be in the background chilling yeah i'll get you one yeah they were supposed to be done in march but we i had to push them back because i just want the face to be perfect yeah yeah and so yeah there's you so don't sell shirts I, I i think with you shirts would work so well yeah i know i um i have some designs that i'm like working on i was working on that today actually but oh, uh, good, yeah, so hopefully they'll be done i do have socks that have the meg face plastered all over them and stickers um so yeah i'm still uh, coming wait out where can i see a pair of the socks do you have it around i don't have any with me okay but i'll send you some yeah <laughs> Send me some Meg socks. I'll wear them on stage. Yes, you, you have to. <laughs>
Right. How can they follow you? Uh, you can follow me on TikTok at the real Meg underscore stallion. The real uh, Meg stallion. Yes. And then um, Meg Riley on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Well, cool, Meg. Thanks for hanging. I appreciate you. Yes. Thank you so much. So that is Meg Riley. Check her out. Leave your comments on what you thought about the interview. Now, I want to tell you this. After this interview, me and Meg decided to team up on a video. And it's the video that it talks about me. It's in my comedy special. It talks about how I would die for my son, but I would kill for my daughter. Now, when I put that video out initially, myself, the stand-up clip on, on platforms, it did really well. On my Instagram, it got 60,000 views. On my YouTube, uh, on this page right here, YouTube, it's got over, I, I believe, like close to 3 million views. So I got a lot of views on it. So I decided me and Meg would team up and she would reenact as a TikToker, reenact that bit. And the one thing about Meg, she put so much work into it and it came out so well. So she put it out on TikTok. I mean, on Instagram, made me a collaborator. That video, and this is this is going to come out probably a couple of days from when I'm recording it. That video right now is sitting at 2.5 million views just on Instagram. When I did it, it was 60,000 views on Instagram. So what I'm saying is, there's a lot of TikTokers that do it wrong, don't give you credit. But Meg, what she did was she gave me credit in the opening title. She put my comedy special on her, she doesn't call it, it, like her Beacon account, where if you click on her Instagram, it goes to a link where it shows everything she does. And it has a link to my special. So she does it right, man. And I know I was just like everybody else, like TikTokers, all they do is copy people's work and they put it up. But let me tell you this. If you find the right person and you're and you team up with someone where they don't take your work, they're actually helping you out. Man, it could be beneficial because let me tell you this. After she did that video, my Instagram followers went up through the roof. My TikTok followers went up. Uh, my my YouTube special went up in views. And let's be honest, anybody that sees it new, that's great. So I will say this. I would agree most TikTokers just steal people's shit and put it out there. But Meg, she teams up with you, make sure it's how you want it. And she does it for free because she loves comedy. That's how much she loves it. You know what I mean? She tries to help out everybody. So Meg Riley, big shout outs to you. I appreciate you uh, and everything you've done for me and continue to do for me. So uh, that's my thoughts on TikTokers. Most of them or not doing it right, but this girl, Meg Riley, she's doing it right. All right, make sure you subscribe. Please subscribe. Check out my special. I never thought we'll put it on the screen right there. It's right on this page. Like it, subscribe. I would tell you to hit the bell, but who really does all three of those things, right? Just do one of them and I'll be happy, all right? Leave your comments below. Love you. Also, look in the description. I got a lot of cool links in there. And of course, if you click on something and buy something that's in one of my links, because I got Yo Family Favorites down there. And it's... It's stuff our family loves. You know, I got two kids, my wife. It's our favorites we use in the house. So if you buy some, I do get a percentage of it, just to be honest with you. All right, love you. I will see you next podcast. All right, late.